Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight, back from our road trip across the country, I am joined by the beanied one, Gerard Barrera. What is up, all my fellow nerds? That's right, we're back. We're back and better than ever because what? Matt is westbound, baby. He's out of here. West Coast, best coast. Boom. West Coast. We got got the three West Coasters going on right now. Uh, This is so... In all fairness, half it the year I'm, I'm mid- a mountain. Middle. Well, no, half the half the year we're mountain boys. True. The That's other true. half of the year we're Pacific. And of course, <laughs> the man with the couch lines me, Jason Bolidio. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight? Matt, welcome to the West Coast, by the way. <laughs> welcome back to <laughs> welcome back, right? You know, get ready to put so, on all those shorts that you got in uh you know, in, in storage, in storage <laughs> from all that cold weather over there, and just shorts all day. I, all day, you know, it, it does get kind of cool. It was nice. Uh, you know, the first couple of nights we were here, it dropped into the low fifties, and it was a nice, cool fifties. Man, I forgot what it was like. You know, on this yeah. part of the country where it felt that way, but no, man, it was a, it was, it was a long week. But I'm glad we took last week off because there was just too much going on. Um, I get you it. Know, I guess you. I get you. Moving I miss in. you guys. Like I felt like I haven't seen you guys in forever. Okay, Jason. Yeah, I felt weird. If you miss, if you miss us that I, much, I just, you could have gotten in your car and no. drove five hours east. Oh, sir, sir, and come <laughs> visit us, sir. You know, it's just one of those things where it's, I, I really miss seeing you guys over that Zoom call. Oh, no. You know, I couldn't have that couch activated for you. Long <laughs> hey, right. but you know what, though? Or, uh, it was you know, the... Jay's little beanie that he always has in the, in the, my, yeah. cor- in the my corner <laughs> of my screen. You know, it was the Thank you, bud. We first missed you, too. Week, you know, it was the first week we took off, you know, in yeah. the two-plus years of our okay. podcast. It's and okay. It's honestly, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll it was We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. You know, I mean, Jerry and I were kind of tired after that, <laughs> that drive. I mean, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good road trip. It was just, um, yeah. yeah, When you, when you you finally get there, it's like, that's when it, I kind of feel like that's when it hits you and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to sleep for like 12 hours. (laughs) That that stretch from Oklahoma through New Mexico to Albuquerque. Oh yeah. It's it's always the last stretch where it's like, uh, you're ready to get home. You're ready to, and there was nothing out there. And there was nothing. There was nothing. But so. it was it was pretty it was very interesting to see like Middle America again and mm-hmm. a lot of interesting places, a lot of uh a lot of a lot of cool things. Yeah. It was just it was nice to see like Middle America and because usually you go from like coast to coast and yeah, you know you're flying. It was different. It was cool. And whatnot. So yeah. so Jason, how what have you been up to the last two weeks? How's the uh, how's the Costco life? Yeah, man, doing good, doing good. Uh, there's a few things that are uh, hoping that goes through for me, like but, a transfer oh, to Arizona. Oh, oh, oh sir, sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, or so, what's like some certifications? You're trying to get into a new uh, position? Yeah, you know, or like something? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, like you know, bump up, trying to. <laughs> Assert dominance, as Caesar Milan would say. You know? Sweet, <laughs> very cool. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's been pretty good. Not too, yeah, super crazy. Um, God damn it, I missed you guys. <laughs> so, is you too? 
Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, we got some actual stuff. Yeah, that's true, man. We've right. actually got some good news since I've been out here for like the past four months. Mm-hmm. I finally, I got a job. Oh, I yeah. landed a job. Uh, I start and? on Monday. And, oh, yeah, and... Yeah, flex on them, Jerry. Flex on number one. First dose, baby. So, yeah, getting things done out here, yo. Welcome on in, Jethrin. Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm glad that you got your first shot, And Newman is in the chat. Oh, Newman is back. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I'm happy to... There was a lot of appointments, thank God. So I was was Mm -hmm. able to, to schedule, so... Let me shout out to, for all you California listeners, please, it is open season for vaccines. Like yep, you do same not, here in Arizona. You do not need a mm-hmm. um, an appointment. You just roll up in there and say, I need a shot. Yeah. They yeah. give you a shot. Boom. Um, later, AZ is the same way. Um, no, it's definitely easier to find a location based on getting an appointment like Jerry did um, because the free spots are few and far between. But yes, absolutely. So let's get to the news. Um, So first things first, we have um, Borderlands has announced some more castings. Um, So Gina Gershon has been uh, announced as Moxie. We have Cheyenne Jackson as Jacobs, uh, who Jacobs, of course, if everybody knows from Borderlands, is actually one of the main gun manufacturers. Uh, you've got Charles Babalola has been cast as Hammerlock. Oh man, Bobby Lee got cast too. That's good mm-hmm. for him. That's what yeah. Yep. And you've got um, Benjamin Byron Davis as Marcus. And when you look at some of his pictures, especially on IMDb, he he looks a spitting image of Marcus, which everybody knows is like that hole in the wall gun dealer and um, has the vending machines. Um, you've got Stephen Boyer as Scooter, and you've got uh, Ryan Redman as ellie so that was a a nice little uh this, this is super crazy like, they're really take, cast, yeah man. they're really mm-hmm. taking this as a video game movie very seriously and i'm like this is why i'm excited yep. for it it's gonna be good yep but and that then is a, uh, just a big cast like i, I mean like how much uh-huh. screen time are all of them gonna have yeah yep. you know that's, a, hey, that's a who knows um and then we have marvel released their phase four trailer, uh, which I want to show everybody. Yep. Um, How many phases is Marvel going to have? So this is, you know, I turned down the bomb because I don't want us to get tied for copyright or anything like that, which because there's music in there, but it shows, you know, it's got Stan Lee talking about family, um, which is, it's a very big theme, you know, within, within Marvel. Um, you know, especially you got to figure this has been a decade plus of movies and, and they did it right. And they did it right. Um, so with this, after they show some scenes of, you know, Chadwick Boseman, we've got, um, you know, scenes from Endgames, Captain Marvel, they begin to start showing off their due date or their uh, release dates for a lot of their, their new films, which Honestly, this this a lot of this made me you know tear up a little bit, especially seeing Chadwick Boseman as as Black Panther um, yeah. because he brought so much character to the role. We talked about it on um, you know past podcasts and stuff. Um, 
you know, and, you know, this scene was great because this is, oh man, the way everybody's theaters were was everybody, oh, you know, everybody clapped, applauded, great. you know, the second we saw, you know, Avengers assemble, we heard oh, those words we on saw your left, Cap, you know, get so the, great. the, you know, Mjolnir and stuff. Um, so they really did do a really good job with, yeah. you know, introducing a lot of phase four. Now we're not going to get a lot, you know, in terms of scenes with this trailer, um, that we're showing off on to those folks that are watching this live on Twitch. Um, so we've got the first one, Finally. you know, we got black widow. Finally getting a, a, a solid release date. I can't wait to see this. Yep. So, and the nice thing is, is once Jerry gets his second shot, we can go see this in theaters and not worry about it too much. Um, <laughs> you guys don't want to so rent we, the whole theater for yourself, you know? That'd be cool. Um, Man, you I got Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi. This looks, this looks awesome. Looks, like, this looks like a full-fledged, like, kind of kung fu movie. Marvel's yep. really doing it. Eternals. Eternals. Looks We're getting amazing. the actual first images of the Eternals. Oh, man. November 5th of this year. Um, that's going to be then movie. we look to, you know, next year and then, yeah, here we go. You know, end of December, December. you know, that's going to be a big March right there. You know, Thor, love and thunder. We already knew it was coming out in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, we've got black Panther actually so cool. has a date or a, a name now. Same with the, the Marvels. Yep. Um, you know, of course, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Oh, this is good. Yeah. So we've got a couple of things to kind of talk about. And then it ends with. Fantastic Four, baby. Fantastic Four. God, again. And the next Guardians movie scares me, man, because we're going to lose someone. I feel like we're going to lose someone. I so, mean, they already, they already decided the third one's going to be the last one for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, but, uh, you, you know, there's been an ongoing kind of rumor so, or theory that's kind of true. Uh, each, uh, like, banner of the Guardians resembles who's who's gonna die in the movie yeah so and we were talking jerry and i were talking about this and this is the rumor kind of going around on all the prominent um theorists for marvel right is that the first wording for guardians of the galaxy resembled group was made of wood yeah the second resembled uh yondo yeah with his coloring and And everybody's thinking that the third one is resembling rocket so there's that piece i love Um, rocket too that's gonna be a bummer so we do know that now um, Black Panther it, 2 is now called Wakanda Forever, and it is going to focus on the inner workings of Wakanda after T'Challa is passed. So they have already mm-hmm. said they're, they're done with T'Challa. He's not going to be recast, period. They're done um, on that. Um, we also got the Marvels, which that was originally Captain Marvel 2. Um, with that, we are getting – it's going to be Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel – which we know is getting her own show. Yeah. And it's going to, they're going to be joined by Monica Rambeau. Oh, um, from that, good. everyone really got to see fleshed out uh, more so with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in Captain Marvel 1. Um, she is her friend's, you know, daughter, as we all know. Um, whether, what name she's going to go by is going to be, you know, the interesting thing. But um, from comic books, it should be Photon. Um, somewhere along those lines. Yeah. So, uh, it is going to be interesting. And then Fantastic Four, right? We already knew they were already talking about it. We see it at the end of the trailer. Uh, so it is probably going to finish out phase four. And with that also is 
the rumor mill has heated up even more about John Krasinski and Emily Blunt oh oh, thank being you. Reed Richards oh, God, and, I hope and Sir so. Richards, respectively. So it'll be interesting. He, I think he looks the part. So does Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt looks the part of Sue Richards. So it'll be interesting if they do get cast. Uh, Krasinski has already said he is down. If they want him, let's go. So it'll be and great kind to of see. He already has a relationship with Marvel, too. Yeah. He's, he's actually, uh, he got one of the first um, auditions for Captain America, but obviously they didn't go with him. But yeah, I mean, he's he's been, he's had a relationship with Marvel. So, mm-hmm. and same with uh, Emily Blunt. They offered her Black Widow, but she had to turn it down. Because of a shooting conflict. Yeah. So. Do you so yeah, it'll be. In the next uh, Fantastic Four? I do. Because, uh, Mar- here's yes. the thing, is because Marvel is involved. Yeah. And. That like like Matt said, that's that's going to be the final of the first of the phase four. There, that's the one movie that's gonna that's gonna finish it all. That's gonna culminate it. That's gonna set it to the next phase where they and, they have to put all their eggs in that basket. They are not playing around, so uh, they're yeah. gonna take it very seriously. Well, I think it's I think it's more so because you've got Kevin Feige actually really involved you know, on the Marvel side well, versus they have a prior, it was on the Sony fight. side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which don't get me wrong. Just... I still, I still enjoy the original to Fantastic Four with, no, but, you know, yeah. Silver Surfer. I love Silver I Surfer think they just were, because... They were still fun and good, but that was during, like, when the Marvel movies were, like, on their own and they were very much, like, just popcorn yep. blockbuster movies. Like, now, mm. this is going to have a lot of weight to it. You know, yeah, Obviously. like the Avengers movies, like all the movies are going to tie in together in some way. Yeah, like they obviously. created this universe. So like this next one's going to be this next one's going to be great. Yeah. And all I'm hey. just saying, just because of the track record of Fantastic Four, you know, it's yeah, they are. They are mm-hmm. not the greatest. And to have <laughs> yeah, to have it at the quote unquote end of the phase four zone. That's like, I, that's kind of I bold. Think, That's a bold move. Yeah. It is, but yeah. I think you don't have <laughs> before that you hadn't had Marvel being involved heavily with it. This time around, it's going to be Marvel within the MCU being involved. Um, now, real quick before we move on to some other news, hey Jerry um, Newman says uh, job means longer time to finish FF seven. Yeah, FF7 is going to be uh, a while to finish. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think that I will put my money on Newman if he gets that PS5. No, he's going to get the uh, PS5 before I finish it. He's going to. Yeah. Like, I stopped no, playing. No, he's going to finish it on PS5 before you before you finish it. Man. Probably. Like, like, right now, I'm not really not focused on, on it. It wasn't really that fun for me right now. It felt like a chore. So, like, I'm going back to a few games that... I really wanted to finish and yeah. play and mm-hmm. like Miles, like I'm having a lot of fun with Miles Morales and I just want to finish that. And Love that game. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I, it's on the back burner right now. That's so cool. let's talk about Apple. Okay. And yes. As much as we love Apple, Jerry and I, and yeah, Leo, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Jason's on the PC. I don't like I don't um, like paying hundred dollars for an Apple. I don't know what I need, or a, or a or a fifty dollar Apple component that is only going to be used for one generation. We'll get you there one day. No, we'll get you there. Never, never, <laughs> anyway, never, so never. right now um, Apple is facing an antitrust 
uh, fine in Europe right now uh, with the EU. Uh, the fine could be up to 10% of their overall profits, which accounts to about $27 billion. So with a B, um, it started off with a 2019 complaint from Spotify. Now, case in point, Spotify tried to put forth the same complaint in the U.S. a couple of years ago and kind of got shot down. You know, it didn't go anywhere. So they decided to go over to Europe where EU is a little bit more stringent when it comes to antitrust and an open competitive market and everything. Um so the statement that, you know, we look at it is, you know, that Apple responded with when, um, you know, several outlets, especially The Verge reached out. It was like Spotify has become the largest music subscription service in the world. And we're proud for the role we played in that. Spotify does not pay Apple any commission on over 99% of their subscribers, and only pays a 15% commission on those remaining subscribers that they acquire through the app store. At the core of this case is Spotify's demand that should be able to advertise alternative deals on their iOS app, a practice that no store in the world allows. Once again, they want all the benefits of the app store, but don't think they should have to pay anything for that. Uh, the commission's argument on Spotify's behalf is the opposite of fair competition. Um, hmm. You know, when we look at everything, um, you know, kind of central to the, the case is 30% is the 30% cut that Apple takes on its subscriptions. So any subscription that's on through the iOS app, 30% goes to Apple. Apple. Okay. Yeah. Um, companies like Netflix, Spotify, you know, have, long, you know, have opposed the so-called Apple tax. Um, Fortnite developer Epic is kind of in a, in a massive case right now, litigation wise um, in California that started uh, this week and it's been entertaining to say the least. Um, but, you know, Apple argued that the revenue contributes towards the cost of maintaining the app store and enforcing its variant content privacy and security policies. So here's what I want to say to this is that Spotify much like Epic, has been operating under this very same model for years. And now all of a sudden they think, oh, it's not fair. Like Epic, right, is they're trying to be able to offer discounts and stuff through the app, you know, and they say that, you know, it's disproportionate if, you know, Players don't get to play Fortnite on the Apple devices, which Apple has said, hey, you're more than welcome to come back to the App Store. Just fall in line with the policies, which right. one of the reasons I love Apple is because you do have to go through a process to get your app on the App Store that isn't going to have, you know, ransomware, you know, malware, any of that stuff embedded in the app because of its privacy, security features and all of that. And that's one of the reasons I pay a premium for my Apple devices mm -hmm. between my MacBook, my iPad, my iPhones, all of that. And there is a reason they don't just allow third party apps just will willfully onto the app store. And these companies think that, Oh, well, you know, let's try and force Apple's hand. Well, guess what? You, you don't have to you be have on the, the platform having to be you, on it. Yeah. Just because, yeah, you want access to the millions of Apple customers, but you want to do it at you, what demands you want instead of the company that actually holds it. Um, so to me, it's like, I get it to a point, but at the same time, it's like, guys, come on, this is, this is Apple. 
you know, if Microsoft did the same thing, I would, and they had the same strict policies in place for stuff from their stores, I would be okay with it. You know, it's it's their platform. That's how they want to do it. Uh, yeah, I feel that's what's going to alienate a lot of uh, a lot of companies in the long run. I mean, currently, right now, yeah, Apple has a massive a massive presence because but, obviously, like three three out of four of us have Apple like a lot of Apple products, you know, and that is a big key. But at some point, like, they might just say, you know what, like for the longest time, games back in the day were not made on Apple because ironically, it was the inverse. There was not enough customers mm-hmm. to support an Apple product. Yeah. Now there is. And now the Apple's like, said, well, yeah, now whole, we have them. a whole new genre. It's a genre now. Well, mm-hmm. but it's now it's like, oh, now we have the customers. Now we want like 25%. Like they said, Oh, we didn't watch you well, back then because it's like, hey, like you don't have enough customers. Now Apple's kind of like backhanding and saying, oh, like we want our commission, our finder's fee. I want to, I, I like to say, for for making a game on for Apple. And it's like, I don't know. Would you? Okay, put that so here's the thing: is though, is I look at it this way: is let's take let's take Sony, for example, who won last generation. We know that we know how many consoles they sold, right? You can even say Nintendo if you want to go that route, whoever you want to, right? You've been making a game on their on their consoles for forever, right? As long as there's been a digital store and whatever. They've had their specific cut. Then all of a sudden you're like, I don't like that anymore. I'm going to sue you so I can get a better cut. That's what it comes down to. You have other options. You have Android devices. If you want another, you know, because... Samsung does, I mean, Android does have more representation in this, the mobile cell phone market than Apple does. Now, Apple does Apparently, have a huge chunk. Android's been around longer. And Android's been around longer. So to use these kind of like excuses, I don't buy it. It's just, honestly, you're just trying to make the courts do what a company has told you it's not going to do. I mean, this is really just just two businesses trying to knock each other out. And right now, like, yeah. uh, do I think do I think it's they're going to win? I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to get no. slapped with a pretty oh, heavy I think, line, and they're not going to pay well, the entire like billions amount, but they're going to pay something. Apple's going to pay something. I think. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing is, though, if, if they are successful with this, though, this is going to change Apple's operating model in, in Europe and probably around the world because it's about the same model pretty much everywhere. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens both in both cases. So um, some good news uh, in the last two weeks, E3, which we know is coming back in June. Um, now, albeit it's oh. live and not in person, kind of like we were oh. hoping, but mm. um, it is it has been officially named. Um, the email came out this morning that Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Xseed, uh, Gearbox, Freedom Games, DVSI Entertainment, Turtle Beach, Verizon, and Binge.com are all going to be part of E3. Nice. So we are, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, to see some of these names, Um you know, because they haven't really like, yes, yeah, Sega's been there a little bit, but they haven't had much of a short, uh, you know, a floor presence really at all. Well, um, Sega's X-Seed. been with, uh, with, uh, with Nintendo, like piggybacking on Nintendo. Yeah. So, so 
So it'll be interesting to see what they all have to offer. Um, I am very much looking forward to E3 this year just to see everything that the companies are up to and hopefully give us a foreshadowing of what we will see next next year. year. Next year is looking hopeful to to going back and getting back to normal i i think here's hoping i think next year i think here's hoping yeah it's coming back and i think we're going to need to um provide proof that we've been vaccinated probably actually uh when when i got my first dose the lady told me that uh yeah if i wanted to travel and things like that you're you're eventually gonna have to keep it with you and also to laminate it when after the second dose yeah, so yeah. I, you know, I should do that. So, all right, let's talk about CG Product Red. Um, we know how bad mm. Cyberpunk was. <laughs> that release was. Mm. Um, so, uh, an article that came out from Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg. Um, we know, you know, Jason Schreier has had numerous articles where he's broken tons of news um, over the years. So, he wrote an article about the compensations that the executives are getting for last year's revenue that they did. So Iwinski and um, Adam Sosinski, who are two executives are each slated to receive a bonus of 24 million Zloty, which is uh, the equivalent of $6.3 million. According to their annual report. Think about that. $6.3 million for a broken game. I told we said it before. This was all about the almighty dollar when they released this game. Yes, when they did. they yes, had to sir. meet their fiscal budget, they had to come in for investors. So this is the fruition of that. Um, now, Adam uh, Badowski, who is a board member and was the director of Cyberpunk 2077, is going to take home a bonus of four point two million dollars. Yeah, That's so ridiculous. Good job for a bust broken that game. game. Okay. And how now, much of that is going to the developers and the people who well, work? Well, we're going to go over that here. We're, so, getting there. we're getting there. We're getting there. So first off is um, when you look at that, right, is the company had a profit, a net earnings jump of 500,000% or 500% rather. So when you look at that, right, let's break, let's really look at the numbers, right? So according to the annual, uh, the earnings report, 20% is allocated to profit sharing bonuses, okay? With 10% going to employees and 10% going to the board according to the company, okay? Mm-hmm. So some of, the Bloom- some of the employees had told Jason Schreier and Bloomberg um, they're going to be see- receiving profit sharing bonuses of anywhere from $5,000 to $19,000, okay? Think about that. The developers of the game who broke their back crunching to make sure this game was as close to potential ready. And we're saying we need to hold back six day work weeks, six day work weeks, sometimes 12 plus hours, you know, longer than that. Mm -hmm. Right. They're only getting between five and $9,000. While more senior employees will receive closer between 15 and 20,000 managers and directors are going to receive a little bit higher. And according to a CD president, CD project spokesperson, the company is allocated $29.8 million to 865 employees for an average of $34,000. Staff received separate smaller performance bonuses earlier this year as well. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, you have, what, $6.3 million going to two people. So there's $12 million. $16 million 
is going to three people. $16 million of $29.8 million. That means only $13 million is going to the rest of the company. That's busted. Yeah, that's insane. It's a broken system. Yeah. And you know what? They they owe better by their employees, in my opinion. Plain and simple. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, shame on them. Yep. That's not right. Right. Yeah, did they ever fix the game? By the way, like I know, I, I it's, gotten, so it's gotten it's gotten massive patches. Uh, it's gotten better. Um, it's I still kind of broken. I haven't touched it after. I mean, I finished the game, so I'm kind of done. Yeah, that's um, what I was but they've gotten a mass a massive amount of patches. Yep, and uh, so it's it's getting there. It's it's workable, but um, there's still some problems. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Bandai okay. Namco, um, who announced in the last two weeks that they are closing their Santa Clara office um, and they're moving the employees to a new SoCal office that's going to be between Orange County and LA. So somewhere in that area, they're still building it um, and outfitting it. Employees, employees, (laughs) yeah, right. Uh, Employees have until the end of May, so end of this month, to decide if they will relocate by April of next year. So they're basically having to give the company a full year's notice that they are going to relocate. Um, in, a, in, a, in a public statement from Bandai, um, they basically said Bandai Manco Entertainment America will be moving at Santa Clara, California-based offices in Southern California. This decision has been made to enable different groups, uh, group companies within the Bandai Namco group to integrate and open new opportunities for cross-collaboration across its entire portfolio in both the digital and physical goods sectors. Uh, Flexible remote and work from home options are available for those uh, in this office until April of 2022. After that, the company expects all employees to join the new offices in Southern California, which has has not been established yet under a hybrid online in-person schedule. Um, Basically those that are not going to be staying, um, they're still laying out severance packages on what that's gonna look like. so basically, some people are looking at it as a layoff. I would say this is a good opportunity because Northern California, Silicon Valley is super expensive to live in. So <laughs> just California in general. Just sorry. California in general. Well, obviously. yeah, but it's worse up there in, in Silicon Valley. Yeah, you know, in San well, Francisco and all that. So, no, well, there might be some extreme, uh, mm-hmm. extreme uh, mm-hmm. where they go, they take planes to go back and forth to work. Oh, like travel? No, they won't. It'll be, unless you know, they're expecting people to be down there. So I would say that's an expensive offering if you're deciding to fly out there. So, all right, let's talk Nintendo because this little uh, this little game kind of drops out of nowhere. Um, something Jerry told me about. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't seen it and hadn't even come across our media email at all from from nintendo it's called uh game builder garage it's going to teach people how to design and build their own games um now with that um it'll load let's see if it'll load um you know we already have dreams out there from playstation um yeah trevor's not loading so basically it's you know going to teach you how to do you know left stick right stick how to move forward and everything create your own games you know i think it's a really great idea for those on the nintendo platform 
However, that being said, I think Dreams is a little bit more robust in terms of what it offers. Nintendo is just going to do a little bit more of the teaching side um, with it. So, you know, be able to place things and everything like that. So it's kind of looks like it's kind of piggybacking a little bit on the um, Mario building, you know, game that they have. But, you know, you'll be able to build, you know, quite a bit of stuff within the game learn how to do it so i think this is a great opportunity for for nintendo to have something on their platform because we do know that not a lot of people can afford to have both consoles so some of them just have um you know the switch it's going to be a 10 gig download and it's only gonna be 30 bucks so i think that's a great thing especially kids are looking at getting into coding building games and stuff like that it's a great great tool for it's getting more and more popular kids wanting to learn how to code or even just create Correct. their own kind of yeah video games or levels yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that so it's it's it's, it's interesting yeah absolutely this, so. seems, this seems just like the uh the the, the level one the you know the introduction to programming yeah. 101 yeah. programming you know, you know 101 yeah exactly um, and it's it's Great for those that just want to check it out, see what it's about. And yep. what better it's, to learn first than like a platformer, kind of like Mario? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, Mario it's very, it's Mario very Maker, like yeah. simplified. It's very simplified, yeah. which makes it a lot yeah. easier, a lot more kid friendly as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like as as you as you, as you go yep. long, like farther and farther, yeah, this is like the the base. It's what you're mm-hmm. going to use, and then you can bring that over to the next one like whatever it may be or bring it over to dreams and you have this already like basic i basic concept i think Damn. to piggyback on what you were saying jason i think this is like the the basic this is like 101 right yeah yeah and then dreams is like 201 or 301 yeah exactly yeah. um it's like the best analogy for it because yep. you, you can't just go straight into dreams and be like like no what the heck is going on unless you have this full concept design or correct like, you know exactly mm-hmm. like how to program everything out like you said it's a little bit more robust on dreams i think it's more for like the avid creator and the coder i think it's for the game for the kids too man you know nintendo in their market oh no no, the garage yeah but compared to dreams dreams like you said is more robust and you can do a lot more and you know there are people that are looking looking forward to it like jethren in chat has said you know his kids are stoked for this game to come out so i think it's a great opportunity um so let's kind of look at um xbox to, to, couple things before we go on yeah. though yeah like i mean like for jethren like it's going to be a great way to just have that like kid time you know like yep you know i i'm not, i'm going to be shocked if you don't get it man you know like as you know cody's just no, like I've, all up on that like playing side by of, side no as of right now i am I'm going to be very limited on what I'm buying for games this year, just with us having to get the new house, you know, renting the house and getting new furniture and stuff like that. I've got, and we want to save to buy a house. So for me, I have a lot of my games already laid out that I'm going to be getting for sure. So this might be one later on down the road, but uh, so let's look at game pass, right? Which Xbox is making a lot of waves, a lot of moves with Xbox lately. And you look at the games that they're coming to game pass um, for their next wave. You've got, just cause four reloaded you've got psychonauts you've got red dead online um you have fifa you have dragon quest builders you have final fantasy 10 and 10 2 and remnant so these this is another batch of good games that are coming to people that you know for that may have not played any of these games before and this is their first time being able to play it because 
you got to figure Final Fantasy X and X2 has been pretty much or uh, Switch and PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they brought it out on Switch, what, a year or so ago? Um, And then (laughs) our our running monthly thing, let's look at games for gold. Yes. Yes. My, my, how, how, Oh my 70, God, seventy nine dollars, dude! You get eighty dollars. So, those that are five years ago, <laughs> for those that are not watching, are not watching Tro- us live, are going to watch us on on YouTube, right? You've got um, Armello, which is like a board game type um, game, kind of like a Catan or along those lines. Um, that's all month. Then for May sixteenth to June fifteenth, you have Dungeons three. All uh, for the first uh, May 1st to the 15th, you've got Lego Batman, which is a 360 game, and Tropico 4 finishes out the back half of the month. Of so, all the ones that we've ever <laughs> seen, though, this is the most almost there in value. Like the MSI, I would say, I, I know, feel like it's almost there. Dungeons 3, man, no way. Really? I've, I've never there. heard of that, but not 30 Armello, bucks. Armello, I heard good things about Lego Batman. Lego, the Lego games go without saying. Yeah, yeah. Trop- and the Tropico games, I've heard really good things about. So I think this is this is not a bad slate of of games, but I still think that kind of like what we talked about is Xbox Live Gold. I think is going to eventually just fold directly into Game Pass and yeah, and, no and phase out. No, no. So let's look at let's look at the PlayStation Plus. But, but that is that is the closest it's gotten to actual so, quote unquote <laughs> MSRP. Like that is. Yeah. So, PlayStation Plus, on the other hand, we get the, the new PS5 game, Wreckfest. We've got Battlefield Five and Stranded Deep. So, Wreckfest, I don't really know a ton about. Stranded Deep, never really heard about it. Um, Battlefield Five, it's it's Battlefield. Um, you know, it's it's COD Junior. Um, it has been for a little while, and I would like I would like to see Battlefield really kind of come back to being its own because I used to play Battlefield way back in the day. Yeah. Oh, four was a, a ton of fun. But uh, um, actually, rumors are going around that the next Battlefield is coming back to modern. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. If it yep. does or it doesn't, you know, it just needs to... Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I always liked Battlefield better than... Mm-hmm. COD I did too. I, I loved did. Battlefield 4 way more than, than COD. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, you know, to, to kind of finish off with some of the, the last display-type news, we've got this, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that is massive. PlayStation entered into a partnership with Discord. It's a minor um investment opportunity um with Discord. So we do know Discord spurned Microsoft. Microsoft was in discussions with them about possibly buying them, but Sony came in and was like, "Hey, let's do this." So in a message on SIE.com, their blog over there, Jim Ryan, who is the president and CEO, which last several weeks we have knocked Jim Ryan for some of the business decisions he has made regarding PlayStation. So I think this is a very positive. This is for, a big one, actually. It's a, it's yeah. a big positive. So Jim uh, Ryan wrote, at PlayStation, we're constantly looking for new ways to enable players around the world to connect with one another, form new friendships and communities, and share fun experiences and lasting memories. It's in this spirit that we're excited to announce a new partnership with Discord, the communication service po- uh, popularized by gamers and used by more than 140 million people every month around the world. Together, 
Our teams are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on PlayStation Network. Our goal is to bring dis the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting earlier, uh, early next year, allowing friends, groups, and communities to hang out, have fun, and communicate more easily while playing games together. To bring these experiences to life, our players, uh, for too late for our players, Sony Interactive Entertainment has made a minority investment as part of Discord's Series H round. From our first conversation with co-founders uh, Jason Citron and Sam Vinevsky, uh, I was inspired by their lifelong love for gaming and our team's shared passion to help bring friends and communities together in new ways, empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared experiences uh, is at the heart of what we do. So we are beyond excited to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. It's always a privilege to work with great partners to bring fresh experiences to our fans. And we'll have more to share in the coming months. Stay tuned to our channels and at Discord, uh, Twitter for the latest updates. So the one thing um, when we're looking at, you know, Jethro was saying, you know, how bad did those discussions with Microsoft go? Um, honestly, let's put it this way. If Discord spurned Microsoft and entered into this investment with Sony, yes, it's a minor investment, Something broke down and something broke down badly. Um, I would say Microsoft probably offered them something that was going to restrict maybe how Discord wanted to be. I think they um, just wanted to, like Microsoft wanted the buyout versus. I mean, probably. that's a very, that's a, that was one of the rumors is that Microsoft was looking for a straight acquisition. Yeah. I mean, it's they've been on that role. They've been on that role with just buyouts lately. Like, mm -hmm. yep. And so I think sure. Sony coming in after all the bad press they've been having, this is a huge win for them. Um, it is a huge win for the PlayStation community. Um, yes, and we'll see how one. they integrate things. So yeah. um, I mean, speaking like of a lot of peace people online, just use discord. It's the easiest, easiest to use. Yep. Just jump in, jump out. Cool. And you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of, the millions of fans he's talking about um it, they released some console numbers and the ps5 has sold 7.8 million units through the end of march uh wow. when you compare that to the same period for ps4 from its launch to the end of end of march it only sold 7.4 million units in that same period and 3.3 hmm. million of that 7.8 shipped in the last quarter oh wow wow so like what of those three, all 3.3 million have been sold in the last quarter is when wow. they shipped them and everything. Nice. So now so when you look at the grand scheme of things, 7.8, <laughs> probably about a million of those are sitting in scalpers hands. Yeah. I was um, about to say like, that means, <laughs> yeah, that means that 6 million have been sold by scalpers. <laughs> right. So, hmm. um, now also, uh, Sony has come out and said that they plan to invest an additional $184 million into their in-house softwares. Uh, this is beyond what they already had budgeted uh, for what they were going to do. So that includes, um, you know, the recently announced partnerships with uh, Jade Raymond and her new studio that she formed after leaving Stadia, as well as um, they've made an investment in a multiplayer game from Bungie Veterans. So, They've got some stuff coming along. I, I love seeing that they want to invest in their first-party titles because, grant, granted, regardless if you like them or not, they they do have a player base. 
that likes them, especially like with Returnal, right? That's such a divisive game right now. You know, some people love it. Some people hate it, you know, but their games are usually bangers. They usually don't have many misses when it comes to their first party titles. Um, Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what where they go with that. And speaking of first party titles, um, we do know that Insomniac is now part of the first party studio portfolio for Sony. And with that came the IP rights for Sunset Overdrive, which Sony has now trademarked. Um, rumors are abound that they are going to be doing a Sunset Overdrive remaster or mm-hmm. potentially a sequel. Now, for those out there that talk about you know, well, Sunset Overdrive was an exclusive to Xbox. Well, exclusive. here's, here's whoa, something. That, whoa, whoa. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was exclusive so, to Xbox. <laughs> at the time, Microsoft had the opportunity to buy the IP rights. They elected not to. They elected to let Insomniac keep the IP rights, which therefore meant when Insomniac went from being a third-party-ish studio to being part of first-party PlayStation Studios, those rights went right on over to Sony. So Sony can do what they need to do with them. Um, I think for the player base on on PlayStation, you know, a remastered edition is great. Uh, I I didn't particularly care for Sunset Overdrive. I understand some of the mechanics, you know, that they moved forward with the game has helped give us games like Miles Morales. Yeah, like the new Ratchet and Clank. So. I mean, the game was fun. It just it didn't have a lot. Like, it, it was the first. Uh, uh, it was kind of the first of its kind. I want to say that they were trying to go for, and it just didn't hit. But it, it didn't went, hit as much. Like, it was almost there. It it was yeah. that one of those games that was like almost there, and like they really had a good gimmick with like the the respawning being like there was a lot of pop cultural references. Yes, the respawning, which I thought was like super funny. And again, with the weapons and like stuff like that, but it just, it didn't hit. So hopefully they think of something, uh, something new. Like if it is a remake at least yeah, well, or a sequel, who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, cause we yeah. know Insomniac still putting on the final touches to Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have Spider-Man 2 that's on the horizon as well. So if anything's going on with Sunset Overdrive, I would probably think it's the B team that would start production on it. And then, or or it might as, be just one of the people that worked on it as a lead, mm-hmm. and yeah. then just a brand yeah. new, brand new crew. Well, we know, we know well, the A team, yeah. the A team in Insomniac is going to be on Ratchet, and it's going to be on. Oh Spotify. yeah, of yeah, course, they're, they're finishing course. Their, their projects. They're yeah. already started on. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. It's just they might pull one of the people mm-hmm. that was like working on it, and turn them into like a team lead, and just like, okay, here's yeah. a brand new crew. Like have at it exactly do exactly yeah. what you did the last yep. time. Chances are it might be the studio that's down in North Carolina that um, Insomniac Raleigh that'll probably start it. Mm. Um, but who knows? So lastly, though, um, we kind of alluded to at the beginning of the show when we were kind of talking about Apple and whatnot is Sony did have a class action lawsuit filed against it. Um, Kakuri versus Sony Interactive Entertainment uh, LLC uh, in San Francisco. Basically, it claims it harms uh, consumers um, because they have to pay a higher rate on digital games. Specifically, the lawsuit alleges that limiting the digital purchases of PlayStation games to the company's own store creates an unlawful monopoly as there is no other source for which to purchase them. 
Sony's monopoly allows it to charge supra competitive prices for digital PlayStation games, which are significantly higher than their physical counterparts sold in a competitive retail market and significantly higher than they would be in a competitive retail market for digital games. Huh? This one breaks my, this one makes my head hurt. Um, Because here's the, here's the thing with, I look at this is that, Sony, yes, they stopped having games be sold in GameStop, place, you know, Best Buy, Amazon, all that as far as digital copies. It has always been, as long as there's been a digital storefront, and this is the same way on, on the Microsoft side, because we've alluded with Games with Gold and we've talked about how their pricing is just absurd, right? Is as the game ages, physical copies, the price declines because they need to move the copies. They need to get them off the shelves. Digital is always going to be there. It's always going to be readily, you know, accessible via download. So they don't have to worry about moving copies. It's just server space. Okay. So for them to say, you know, it's a monopoly, it's Sony saying we only want to go through our digital storefront for our games. We don't want a middleman because here's the thing is every time one of those digital games was sold, Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop took their cut out of those sales. Yeah. If people paid attention, all it was was a digital code that you took to the PlayStation store, put in the code, and it downloaded the game for you. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Sony was smart and said, I'm cutting out the middleman. The more people that so, touch the thing, you know, the more people will take a piece of it. So pretty much this lawsuit, I think, is going to go nowhere because, again, it's this is just digital product. Who It doesn't matter if you're going to price it the same as physical or not. I mean, there are times where Sony does killer sales on the PlayStation Store and the digital copies are significantly lower they usually even are discounted used. Oh God, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what? given a being a fan of physical, uh, I do under. I'm someone who understands that a bit more though, because it takes more of an effort to get it physically. And you, you're right. Yep. You have to go through that middleman. Yeah. But I'm willing to pay that price because I prefer physical. I do understand that. Mm-hmm. The digital copies sometimes come with uh, different exclusive content and DLC too can be cheaper or comes with different stuff. Or I it's higher totally, price. Yeah. It doesn't, I, I mean, totally what they're saying that, is, is that I prefer Sony, physical and I'm willing to deal with that. But other people this aren't. Lawsuits argument though that Sony should be required to s- allow other retailers to sell digital content. It's their product. Their they can store. decide who wants. Yeah, they it's, can decide exactly. who, who can sell their stuff. They're the ones that stuff. have the server space. Who yeah. cares? You know, honestly, as a fan of digital, I will gladly pay whatever price is on the store if I want it digitally. That's part yeah. of the digital side. And if it's too high in price, I will wait for a sale. Yeah. Which half the time yeah. in a couple of weeks, like Last of Us Part Two was twenty bucks off a month after within a month after it came out because of a sale. Mm-hmm. So I think honestly, anymore everyone's just too happy because you know that's just that's just the just, thing. You're, you're bored, you got nothing else them. to do. It's inconvenient for them. They don't they don't want to go through paying Sony the same exact amount that they would pay Amazon. Yeah. 
But yeah. so, to, but, this, it, it, but this is also kind of a, a, a this is also a prelude to like what the future is coming to. Like we said, we think di- everything's going to eventually become digital, and I'm, everything I'm, will I'm, be. I get everything it will, will be. be eventually. I, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, that means that companies like Sony or that make their own exclusive and have their own fan base and stuff like that are going to get more of the profits because it's coming straight from them. Yeah. This is going to happen. Yeah. This is the same reason we're seeing everything with streaming and how we get movies. It's the same deal. This is two physical copy lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Saying that, you know what? Like, I, I already know. Like, as soon we're as we're buying find, our time, we are buying. Yeah, our we time. are, we are buying what we need to buy physically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing that is not going to go away is obviously collector's editions. Those are always going to be physical, just because, yeah. you know, they're. I think you end up seeing those as like statues with the download code for the game in the box. Yeah. It, yeah. It might I think be that's that. where it's going to go. It might. Um, which, you know what? Uh, I getting a physical a, copy might be part of the the whole exclusivity thing. Yeah, it might become just the collector's I, edition. Yeah, side of it. I hope that that's how it ends up being. It's collector edition. You can go get the statue and you get the download code or or whatever it is. Or if you're going to say that the digital game can only be bought through the store, give me a discount on the statue. Make it a gameless edition, kind of like they're doing the legendary edition for or, Mass yeah. Effect. Yeah. You do actually, everything with idea. it minus the game. Yeah, so, I mean, because it's, it's way. completely optional and, you know, they can sell it however much mm-hmm. they want to sell it. But, yep. fit, like, to take on point with Jerry, yeah, as a physical copy lover, you know, it's one of those things where I, and especially now, because thank you, Khalif, for getting me into a discontinued <laughs> game. It's going to get harder and harder it to find It gets harder them. and yep. harder. Like, I'm not going to lie. There's one pack that is on eBay for... Two hundred seventy-five to three hundred dollars for droplets cards. You know what? It, and you know what it, it is means? one pack, and it, yeah. it makes that like it makes that rarity, yes, higher for the physical copy. But sometimes you kind of want to go for it because you like that like feeling. Yeah. But to put aside from a board game, but as a game perspective, having the digital is going to be a million times better. Like Basically, I already know. Because it's, it's just data being processed from mm-hmm. one point to the next. The CDs do the exact same thing. The only difference is that it's on a CD versus digital. If you need, mm-hmm. a, if you need to, or like Red Dead, you can get, or give me a, a, like for a cyberpunk, you could have got it digitally or you could have got it physically. Mm-hmm. Either way, you still have to install the game, you know? So yeah, you can have it installed. Yeah, you can have it installed like Matt, or he had it like installed the night the night it before. Came out. Yeah. yeah, literally twelve oh one. Oh, you mean like Mass Effect, who's going to be preloaded on my system two days yeah. before it? it launches. Yeah, <laughs> so, you, know, you, you have that possibility. But here, I if I were to get it now, mm-hmm. I have to wait the let's say two hours. I don't know, rough. rough but we'll minute. wait. Rough we'll to wait. <laughs> two hours we'll go get some food blah 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 and you know we'll come back and be is, like oh man i still need to wait for this ah. on pacific time i get to get my game sooner because it was all east coast time yeah yeah that's true so but here's here's my last take on it is basically the guy wants to use sony's storefront and services just doesn't want to pay sony for them that's pretty much what it is pretty much I just, so i just yeah you're, you have it right it's whatever 
sales do come up come up you know i and love they, playstation they go sales they go they from anywhere from 10 percent to like literally 50 70 70 percent <laughs> right it's ridiculous i mean i was able to replace out most of my physical discs when i was prepping for the playstation 5 over the summer when they did their summer sale no i replaced out most of my games for less than 100 bucks oh and then Matt has both a physical and digital. Like it's up to him if he wants to like toss out the oh, physical. No. I have all digital now. It's yeah. straight up all digital. See, ya. I don't have to worry about it anymore. So, yeah. Um, so speaking of games and everything over the last couple of weeks, uh, Jason, what you've been playing? Oh, sir, I've been playing a lot of different games. Nice. Um, what? Uh, what? Pray so tell. I'm I'm trying to finish off. As you know, I've been trying to finish off Phoenix Wright. Uh, I am yep. almost done with the second Phoenix Wright because I've heard that there's going to be that new Phoenix Wright that's coming out. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could feel it. Um, nice. Yeah, so I started playing that. Um, I stopped playing Diablo 3. My character died. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to <laughs> go through it, man. Because uh, you have to create a whole new character, right? Like that character is dead, like yeah, dead for good. Yeah, I, uh, me and my friends play. That hardcore. is a cool concept, but yeah, hey, my friends real play quick. Hardcore, so. <laughs> hey, to hey, Jeth, Jethro just brought up a point. Who wants to get up and change a disc anymore? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> I still will. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. man. You gotta have that collection. Anyways, it looks nice. It looks I, nice. They're like it looks comic nice books on that bookshelf. Yeah. It's, it's just something like, nice uh, about that collection. It's like comic books, you know. I love it. And Jerry knew when we were working back together, oh man, like there was yeah. a few games that had that greatest hit color. I'm like, no, can't nope, buy it. Don't want it. Can't buy I it. Don't want that box. I, I, want, I, want, I want the game. I want the game, but I can't buy it. And he's like, why, man? Um, it's because my, my whole library is all black and then you have that red spot. Oh, Ugh. Oh, oh. Terrible. So uh, um, what else have you been playing, Jason? But yeah, um, I've been playing that. I got a couple actually board games that we are actually going to start playing because I found out that Ooh. my friends were all vaccinated too. Nice. So that means like you know, Can small have a game gathering, night. small nice, gathering. Man. It's 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 being planned right now. So I got like cool. four or five board games that I'm like, yo, like we gotta try all this. <laughs> um, nice. Board, playing, board game reviews are about to come back. Yeah, a few of them are going to come back. Um, Team for uh, team fight tactics, and uh, there was one that I've uh, oh, uh, Pokemon Snap, sir. Yeah, I saw you. Oh, you got Snap. it. Cool. Pokemon Snap, I was wondering, sir. I was wondering if that was you or the wife. That was, nice, that was, that was all me, man. Was, <laughs> how is it? How, how are you enjoying it, oh, dude? Um, if you played the original one, it is literally like the almost carbon copy, but obviously 2021, right. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything is super smooth, graphics wise, beautiful. The levels that you go through, they're not just the same anymore. They're you actually you've like level up the levels. So like, oh, cool. So like the more you stay on it, I don't know what's the max right now is. Like I've been trying yeah. to just go through, but like level one has let's say like let's say ten Pokemon you can snap. You know, I'll just give a base. Mm-hmm. Level two will have like twelve Pokemon you can snap. So like, okay. and different things happen, different events happen as well as you get the different levels. Like maybe, um, maybe uh, like one of them supposedly a Pidgeot comes up and grabs a Magikarp from the water. Like, 
Like just, be cool. uh, so you yeah. get more points okay. if you find like interactions like that. Uh, I mean, like yeah, you get more points, and the points level up. Like that's how you level right. up. Like based and I heard on there's how also good. like different routes that you can take in the level. Uh, no, it's it's majorly the same route. Oh, okay. But it's just like again, there's different things that different actions appear, and it's oh. like yo, like like yeah. Oh my god, I've just been nonstop playing. <laughs> taking pictures, just taking pictures of all, like a bajillion pictures of like one Pokemon, just because it's hilarious. That's funny. But yeah, that's, those are the bigger ones that I've been playing, and those are the like, like oh, man, I might just I'm yeah. contemplating picking up Pokemon Snap. Like it's my brother-in-law's, yeah. and we've just been nonstop on it. Why does that's that not cool. surprise me for Captain King? <laughs> that's cool. Um, anyways, Jerry, what have you been playing? Uh, well, obviously, uh, COD and Apex with, with you and, and the wifey. Um, but I have, uh, I, I w- recently went to GameStop to get a couple different games that I've wanted to play. Uh, I got Far Cry 5. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, Devil May Cry 5. And I'm going to get the order from you. But uh, yep. uh, mainly uh, Miles and and nice. and Far Cry I've been kind of toying with, but... Uh, but yeah, kind of, kind of, I'm kind of all over the place. Mainly Miles, though, right now. Cool. What about you, Matt? Matt. So Animal Crossing, of course, is doing my daily stuff. Of course, you know, a little bit of stuff here and there. Um, you know, COD. Uh, we've gotten back into with my wife. Um, she's having some time to play, and she's want to play some COD. So we're doing that. Um, Apex Legends. I did dive into season nine. Um, the bow check is a lot of fun, uh, as well as Valk. Valkyrie is 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 fun from a jump pack get up there and stuff like that i didn't really get to use any more of our abilities um i like some of the gun uh, gun tweaks uh, we all know that i'm the sniper of our, our of our trio when we play um you know i, I like the fact that they did kind of take triple take and move it into our marksman rifle because it was never really a true sniper um yeah. i like the tweaks to the sentinel it's got a little bit faster fire rate on it now um, still more pop on it than the longbow, but they did add on a new ability. Um, it now, instead of like the longbow having skull piercers, the Sentinel now has an add on to allow us the fire rate to increase on that. So um, I'm liking that. Uh, still working on a little bit of uh, Lost Legacy. Um, got I'm further into Sackboy. Um, getting closer and closer to the final world so I can finish that off. And the Vita got fired up this week. Ooh. Whoa. Um, and I've been, playing, uh, I've been playing Legend of the Skyfish, which was a cross a cross buy, so you could get it on PS4 or you could get it on the Vita. It was on sale. It was dirt cheap. It looked kind of interesting. It looked kind of Zelda-ish. Oh, um, cool. It's kind of a Moana meets uh, Zelda. So you're this little... Uh, girl that's playing on a journey to save the world you've got a fishing rod um you use it to grapple things like the uh the hook shot I in zelda that. um you use it as your your blade your sword and whatever so um I, from a play perspective we know that the the thumbsticks on the vita weren't always the best for precision you know spotting with it um so i haven't tried it on the ps5 to see if the saves move over or whatnot um it'll be interesting to see if it does um, oh, and then it will be the show. Mm, yeah, that's right. Working on um, March to October, um, which is a nice little, just puts you in the little um, scenarios within the game. So you're not playing out the full games. 
Um, it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, one of the things that I noticed with playing in Arizona um, against the Diamondbacks was that they have Banner Health advertised in the stadium, which is actually advertised in the real stadium um, because Banner is a major health provider down here in, in Arizona. Yeah. So it was nice seeing little touches like that. Um, yes, Jethren, <laughs> Red Hockey, uh, Red Hockey Games Trophy hype. Yeah, I am. Um, I have three trophies left for a platinum on that. <laughs> and, um, so one playthrough, and I'll have another platinum. So, um, so for for those that uh, tune in tonight um, live on on Twitch.tv Crashing Game Night, uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Um, for those that are going to be listening to the audio when we drop it this weekend, you know, as always, guys, we couldn't have been doing it without you guys this whole time this last um, you know two plus years. So very very thank you, an honor that you do take the time out of your day to listen to our shenanigans, um, even if it's only part of the episodes, or you go over to YouTube and um, you know watch watch the replay of the videos. There is it's humbling um, that people actually want to listen to us, you know, BS all the time. So. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, make sure if it's the first time you're, you're watching us on Twitch, make sure to hit that follow button so you can watch the, the future broadcast. If you're listening to us on a podcast platform for the first time, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to leave those comments on the platform of your choice. Follow us at CrashingGameNight.com. As always, be excellent to each other. Stay frosty. That's right, my fellow nerds. Stay frosty. That's right. We're back. We're back in business, baby. Booyah kasha. Thank you guys for joining. We love you all. We love that you're listening, watching, feeling. You know what I mean? Anyways, the struggle's still real. Show that support. Be decent. And uh, show your support for Black Lives Matter. The uh, Stop the Asian Hate. Um we're obviously we're huge advocates of just showing compassion showing showing some kindness you know give someone a hug if they need it and uh yeah just show your support any way you can and uh we're almost there we're almost there to get back to normal and let's just be there for each other thank you guys yeah definitely uh first and foremost also want to shout out to our boy Fiawalski. Good luck, you bastard. In, yes, uh, Florida. good luck, baby. Shoot a 10 for me, man. You know, get that dead center. Hawkeye. 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 Oh. <laughs> but uh, again, shout out to all you guys in chat as well. You know, you guys always always fun chit-chatting and throwing your input as well. We always love to see that. Um, Jerry, let me get another flex, please. Let me get another flex on there. Like, bam, get that, Ooh, get yeah. that COVID text. Get that COVID vaccine, man. You know, it's, it is readily available for, I assume, literally the entire United States now. If you're 16 yep. and over, mm-hmm. no, like, no, little to no appointment needed. So it is available. Get it. As you heard earlier, me and all my friends are going to actually have a board game night, like a, a physical, I get to see you. Let's get you're back excited. to normal. That's so great. Pizza, yeah, beers. It's going to be great. Board mm-hmm. game night. Like, yeah, that's going to be fun. It is Oh, it is going to be the best. So enjoy. You know, it's. I'm going to enjoy it. And please, when you get that vaccine, you're going to be like, oh, my God, you're vaccinated too. Let's go have some whatever. Enter your mm-hmm. Enter your 
blank here, <laughs> yep. you know? So please get vaccinated. Stay safe out there. We are almost, we're almost at the end of the gate, you know? Shout out to the people in That's, India that are mm-hmm. not, uh, yeah, yeah. that are facing COVID level they, two. They got hit hard yeah, situation. COVID level two, you know? Like it is. Their, their health their health system has almost collapsed because of yeah. Yeah. So guys, let's, so let's keep in your thoughts and prayers. Shout out to Overwhelming numbers doesn't even cover it. It's yeah. terrible. It's bad. Yeah, so please, please uh, shout out out there. Um, you know, I think a lot of us in the United States are taking that vaccine for granted when you see other countries getting devastated, like literally devastated from this. Yeah. Yep. Um, so please, please get vaccinated, stay safe, social distance just a little longer. We will be able to have a fun summer again if we all get vaccinated now. You know, it's right around the corner. You got, I know I know a lot of us have gotten a little bit of weight from, you know, the COVID life. Yep. But, you know, the summer's come around. Got to get that beach bod back up again, you know. Yeah. Best way is with a, so, with a COVID shot. Anyways, guys, from Crash of Game Night, guys, as Theo would say, thank you guys for listening. TTFN, talk, talk for now. now. Night, everybody. See ya.